This is Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about being kind to yourself how to do it, and why it matters. Hey, Janine. Hey, Shannon. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Good. We're both just back from trips. That's right. Visiting family. Visiting family. I bet I ate more pot stickers than you did on my trip, though. (laughs) I... I'm sure that you ate more pot stickers <laughs> than I did. Because <laughs> you didn't eat any, did you? I did not eat any because the pot stickers that they tried to feed me were filled with cilantro. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's um, so And they're like, oh, you can't really taste it, says <laughs> the people who don't have the gene that makes everything taste like soap when you eat cilantro. Right. People don't understand the burden that you people live with. I know. It's crazy. But, you know, I managed. We had plenty of other good food. Oh, good. And my pot stickers might have had cilantro in them. I don't know because I can't really taste it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, but I ate 24. Wow. Personal record, which is tied my personal record. Um, And I realized I was eating them so fast so that my stomach wouldn't realize how full I was. And really, <laughs> by the time the last order came, the last order of six, I really should have stopped at 18. But I kept going. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you could be like um, one of those um, in a professional eating contest for pot stores. Oh, oh, that would, you know, I don't like to turn my hobbies into professions too much. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so today we are talking about um, being kind to yourself. Yeah. I'm thinking I wasn't that kind to myself when I ate that last half dozen pot stickers. Because I, I was really uncomfortable afterward. You know, it's so funny. As This is just sort of an aside, but you said that you had 24 and... Um, you really should have stopped at 18. And in my head, I'm thinking that's not that big of a difference. But then when oh. you said, I ate that last half dozen, I was like, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. just noticing how my, my my brain processes different ways of saying the exact same thing. <laughs> right. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, I mean, maybe we need to do another I don't know, what is that, a reframing episode or something? (laughs) (laughs) That just just is a perfect example. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's a good way to put that, that you weren't being kind to yourself. Because I think, especially with food, a lot of people feel like they're treating themselves when they eat more of something that they enjoy. Mm -hmm. When... um, uh, ultimately, they're not being that kind to themselves. Yeah, I, I, I bet you, I'm sure you're right about that. Oh, yeah. I can, I'm that way with sugar. If I, sometimes I want to eat sugar and 
chocolate or something and and because it tastes so good and then I just feel gross afterwards so that treat becomes no treat right right Um, and there's so many ways that um, you can be kind to yourself and and I think what we're specifically talking about in terms of perfectionism is um, the ways in which we are mean to ourselves when we are dealing with perfectionism and um, how to bring kindness into it. Hmm. So sometimes perfectionism is accompanied by an absence of kindness or self-kindness? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I think part of the problem with perfectionism is that uh, you're striving to reach in many what is in many cases an unreachable goal and beating yourself up about not being able to do it right yeah that's not very nice that's not a nice way to live no and I think a lot of perfectionists have a tendency more towards stick than carrot um you know in terms of trying to get themselves to do stuff Mm -hmm. there's uh a fair amount of negative self-talk there's sort of um i don't i don't know what you would call them i the, the phrase that came to mind is negative incentives um mm. but there must be a word or a phrase that means what i'm trying to say which is that um uh using negative things to try to get yourself to do something so, can you give me an example? Because I, I really desperately want to come up with the right word um, for you. Yeah, so, like, uh, well, I guess it's sort of a punishment. Like, trying yeah. to, instead of giving yourself a reward for doing something, punishing yourself for not doing something. Ah, uh, right. In uh, dog training, we would call that positive punishment. Do you remember that? When we're doing cognitive, uh, no, not cognitive. Um, come on, Jean, operant conditioning. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we talked about uh, positive punishment, which is adding punishment to a, a uh, adding something to make it punishing rather than negative punishment, which is taking something away. Anyway, positive punishment always sounded so weird to me. But yeah, punishing yourself instead of rewarding yourself. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm all about rewards. Um, so much, you know, <laughs> so much right. so that uh, it just makes me sad to think of punishing yourself. I, I'm reminded of, do you remember that website, stick.com, S-T-I-C-K-K? Yes, com, I do remember that. Where you would vow to do something, and if you didn't do it, they, you could, um, they, you give them your credit card, and they make a donation to a place that you hate. Yes. <laughs> so, so I tried it out. I was trying to exercise, and I, uh-huh. I think I, I can't remember what organ. There was some like organization that I didn't like that I was that was going to get a donation if in my name if I didn't yeah. stick to my guns. And I stuck. So I stuck to my. I did my thing, but I felt icky about that about doing it for that reason. It, it, yeah. It was like I did it, and then I didn't keep going because it felt bad. Right. Right. And it, you know, it's interesting because the uh, punishment or threat of punishment or threat of something bad happening is in 
at a very basic level more motivating because it's about survival. Mm. Weren't we just talking about survival? Oh, yeah. Yeah, in an episode that's coming up. That's right. Um, Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, so it's it is at that very basic level sort of uh, can fire you up more. But the problem with it is that we way overuse it. And so Mm -hmm. you end up in this sort of constant state of um, heightened uh, stress, really. Um, to you know, because of, of the way you're trying to motivate yourself to do things. Mm-hmm. That sounds unpleasant. Yeah, and it's not, <laughs> and it doesn't get you where you want to go. Yeah, it's not only unpleasant; it's not effective. Right. 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 But I think one of the one of the reasons why people are reluctant to be kind to themselves, uh, to cut themselves some slack is that they're afraid that they'll take advantage of it. You know, like, oh, I have to be mean to myself or I'm not going to get anything done. When Mm -hmm. in reality, if you're kind to yourself, it will be easier for you to do it because you will be in that, um, in that less stressed, uh, place. Right. I, I think a great way to experiment with this will be when we're writing our novels in a month. I mean, if, yes. we, if we're not, if we're uh, threatening ourselves with punishment over not writing, and we're, or, or if we're writing only because otherwise we'll punish ourselves, the writing won't probably be so good or fun. Yeah, definitely not fun. Yeah. Might be good, I guess. <laughs> it could be. Who knows? <laughs> but so those, those are the reasons why we want to be kind to ourselves. And then I'm thinking, like, what are what how what are your favorite ways to be kind to yourself, Janine? Um, I love giving myself breaks to do things I enjoy. So um, when I'm on my game, I'll do the stuff that I need to get done that isn't as enjoyable um, and then give myself uh, a break and do something I want to do like if I'm working on a knitting project that I'm enjoying I'll take a half an hour and knit or watch TV and knit (laughs) my two favorite Mm -hmm. things to do together Um, or even uh, have a cup of tea and you know letting myself just I'm, I'm thinking specifically about like days that I'm working at my desk um, right. Letting myself do something enjoyable as a reward for getting some stuff done. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, all of those things I love to do. I, my, instead of watching TV, although if there's a show I'm watching, um, I might do that. But I'm more likely to uh, read. read. Mm-hmm for 15 minutes read a novel for 15 minutes or um uh thumb through a magazine or something like that oh wow a magazine what a concept 
I know, uh, right? I don't have any of those, I don't think. Um, but I remember what they are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> heard of them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or I might, I might go on YouTube and watch, you know, performances of songs uh, from Hamilton, if there are any, or, you know, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, uh, just things that are make me feel good. You know, that I just enjoy doing that aren't necessarily um, contributing to anything but my enjoyment. Yeah. Well, and it's nice to have a list of those things. And I think we go into this much more detail in the episode on rewards. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I forgot about Uh, that episode. That was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I'll do sometimes that I consider a real kindness to myself is to take the time to spend time with friends. I mean, sometimes I get so busy that I don't prioritize that at all. And it can it can be just so nice to go out to lunch with a friend and connect with her or him um, or talk on the phone with a special friend as well. I, I have to be a pretty special friend for me to want to talk to you on the phone. <laughs> uh, but there are those friends and to me, and, and that can be, you know, that can take an hour or two out of your day, but it is, it's something that I do for myself, and I'm really glad when I do it. Oh, that's so nice, and and that is weirdly that is an easy one to forget, but that is being very kind to yourself to allow that time to connect with people. Yeah. Um, then there are other ways to be kind to yourself that don't involve doing anything sort of externally, but simply. Um, talking kindly to yourself Uh uh-huh yes encouraging yourself kindly um cheering yourself on giving yourself a high five that's right (laughs) i feel like i have to do it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but you know just simple things like that just acknowledging that you completed something Mm -hmm. in a positive way uh, I think it's really easy uh, as a perfectionist to finish something and be sort of of the mindset like, well, okay, that's good, but now I have all of this other stuff I have to do. Mm-hmm. And um, so just allowing yourself to acknowledge that you completed something and um, and being happy about that for a moment is really kind that's a really good point rather than just moving on to the next thing if you have a long list of things that you're plowing through it's so easy to just turn your attention to the next thing without taking just a moment to feel Mm -hmm. good about what you accomplished right and I, i was just making me think about um i once a week i read with kids as part of a a program that Oregon has it's called smart start making a reader today and uh, and I was thinking about you know what how I am with those kids and they range from kindergarten to third grade um, to encourage encourage them to read or listen or sit still or whatever they need to do for the half hour that we have together um and thinking about like well 
you know, what if I talk to myself like that? Like, mm-hmm. you know, every time they do something, like every time they sound out a word that's hard and they try, even if they don't get it right, I acknowledge it. And encourage. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, you know, you think about doing that with a kid and that encourages them to do more. Um, and, you know, if all I did was say, you know, no or wrong or something when they messed up, how long do you think they would want to spend time reading? Right. So you should treat yourself like a kindergartner. Encourage yourself like yeah. you're a kindergartner. I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah. If we were as kind to ourselves as we are to little kids, assuming we're kind people. I mean, um, I hope all our listeners are kind to right. kids. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so too. Um, I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. And it feels a little silly, but, you know, it's much more encouraging. You know, it's much more inspiring to do more when you feel good about what you've already done. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't, I don't know that there's a better way to be kind to yourself than to um, give yourself credit and, and acknowledge what you do, even if it seems small. Mm-hmm. Well, and, this is re- reminding me of positive dog training again, where, uh, it, it, where you reward dogs for doing what you want them to do and ignore mm-hmm. the, and the things that they do that you don't want them to do. And, and just it reward the tiniest, um, tiniest progress. And, right. And it'll get you to your goal if you're patient and kind to the dog. Yeah. And what you don't want is for them to be afraid of you. Right. So it, this applies beautifully when it, with to sell our own self-care and kindness toward ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you can even think about it like with dogs, you're usually using a treat or clicker. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, for ourselves, just a kind word mm-hmm. is very powerful. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've been known to write down what I just did on my to-do list just so I can cross it out and feel good about it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Probably almost everybody's done that at least once. Yeah. But yeah. so it's... It, that is another way to be kind to yourself. And it, I mean, our, our goal here is to, is to do more of what you love. And if you are able to sort of get the things done that you need to do that you don't love so much, then it gets you there. So being kind to yourself and getting those things done as opposed to, you know, berating yourself or or um, trying to force yourself to do something mm-hmm. it's a much nicer way to do it embrace the carrot rather than the stick exactly yes I love yeah. it yeah so I think do you have anything else to say about being kind to yourself I think this is short and sweet and uh, we can be kind to ourselves and our listeners by stopping here <laughs> Perfect. <Potential>. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we want to hear from you. 
Um, how are you kind to yourself? Or when do you struggle to be kind to yourself? You can leave us a voicemail at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. Uh, you can leave a comment on the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com. You can uh, find us on social media at GTG Enough on Twitter and at Getting to Good Enough on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, but for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. Keep wanting to switch getting oh now I can't even think of how I almost mess it up in my head <laughs> I, I, getting heard, it, good I enough. heard it happening I, what I heard was you were gonna say we hope that getting is good enough getting easier is good enough for you isn't that what you wanted to say yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm so cute you're I'm adorable myself on the head <laughs> you're adorable Shannon. Thank <laughs> you.